to For Husbands Only, a podcast where I discuss the hidden, overlooked, and unspoken topics that most husbands wrestle with. What's up, everybody? My name is David Taylor, and I am your host. This show, if you haven't listened to it by now, which you should have, but if not, this show is intended to be four things. Number one, it's intended to be an outlet for husbands who are hiding their hurt because they don't know how to process, communicate, and cope with the pain in a healthy manner. This show is also intended to be a safe place, a safe place for husbands to go to so that they can receive insights into some of the major issues that most men struggle with. Also, this show is a place for husbands to receive encouragement, direction, and accountability with helping them to become better men and better husbands. Lastly, This show is a call to action for men to escape mediocrity so that they can become the heroes that their families truly need. Yes, this show is about creating heroes. And speaking of heroes, today's episode will be a very interesting one because uh, we're going to go deep into a topic that... Uh, rings true for me and I can almost but guarantee it's going to ring true for you as well. But before I get into that, I just want to remind you guys that I am still doing shows. I know it's been a while. I know you guys have been waiting and I am still building the concept for the mastermind. And I want you guys to understand that this mastermind is going to be for husbands, for men who are husbands who are wanting to have closer proximity to other men that can help them to be held accountable, that can help them to grow and become ultimately the better husbands that their marriages need. So this mastermind group is close to being done. I've kind of dragged my feet a little bit because uh, the idea is a huge idea and I just want to make sure that it comes across for the men who need it. So um, at the end of the show, I'll be giving you instructions on how to uh, send me your interest. If you're interested in it, I'll show, I'll show you how or I'll be asking you to submit to me your email address so that you can get the updates as we move forward. But anyway, let's get into today's topic, which I told you was going to be an interesting one. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that I wish someone would have talked to me about prior to me getting married. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about the wounded warrior. Now, this is probably going to be one of the most important episodes to have in your toolkit. So do me a favor and make sure that you listen to this show with very few distractions. Like, you know, make sure that the kids are not around, the wifey's not around. If you're driving, that's great. Or if you're at the gym, but you may need something to write down with. So make sure that you are prepared. Uh, so you're probably wondering what I mean by the phrase wounded warrior. Now, I'm not referring to our vets who have served in the military. I'm sure you've heard that phrase wounded warrior refer to them, but I'm not referring to those individuals. Rather, I'm referring to the majority of us men who have grown up carrying the scars of our past. Yeah, we about to go deep. (laughs) A wounded warrior is a man who is currently suffering damage from trauma that they experienced when they were boys. Now, before you disqualify yourself based on my word choice of suffering in air quotes, (laughs) allow me to add that most men are suffering from their past trauma and they are completely unaware of it. Okay. I just want to put that out there. 
And I've been in the helping profession as a mental health counselor, licensed, uh, working with couples, working with individuals for the last 13 years. And I haven't found this to be false yet. (laughs) It's like having this nagging headache every single day, but you are unaware that the issue or the headaches really stem from the fact that you need glasses, right? That's kind of how it is. Most men are walking around. um, And like I said, I interact with them almost daily and they are experiencing symptoms in their life, uh, be it difficulties managing their money, an obsession with pornography, like I used to have. Uh, Maybe they drink alcohol daily or maybe they overwork themselves, spending 15, 16 hour days at work. Maybe they refuse to take risks because of the fear of failure or the fear of being rejected. And for some, like me, uh, some have even decided to commit infidelity within their marriages. But, but (laughs) they never understand why these things are happening. So all those things that I just listed, those are symptoms. And most people don't understand why those symptoms are there to begin with. So they don't see these behaviors as symptoms of a greater and often deeper problem. So today we're going to go ahead and peel those layers back. Most men never connect the dots in their life. They often drift from problem to problem, hoping to eventually arrive at a destination where they can finally be themselves, where they can finally be free, where they can finally be happy. Most men feel as if attaining certain things will bring them the happiness that they're searching for. So they work longer hours, they make more money, they buy more things, bigger TV, bigger car, right? They spend more time in the gym, have more sex, watch more pornography, all in the attempt of the pursuit of happiness. I mean, this is crazy. I've even heard of stories where like men, they have a car, regular car payment, but they trade it in and spend $900 on a car payment, $900 on a car payment, just so that they can have the newest, latest and greatest. That's amazing. (laughs) But anyway, I'm not going to go there. I I promised myself not to get on the soapbox today because I can go there. Uh, But anyway, most, most men do all of this in the attempt of finding happiness. See, men want freedom. Men want acceptance. Men want validation. Even deeper than that, men want to be healed and whole. And these things appear to bring them closer to what they're looking for. So they chase after them. These things appear to be the perfect bandage for the headache that they're suffering through. As if to say that with these things, that headache will no longer plague me. See, the headache that keeps me up at night, the headache that seems to find me wherever I go, that headache will no longer trouble me as long as I have these things. Again, and I want you to hear this, most men never connect the dots in their life. Most men never peel back the layers of their personal history long enough to see the source of the headache. Most men remain wounded warriors because of the skeletons in their closet. It's like we play hide and seek with those skeletons until they find us only for us to start the game 
all over again. So we hide from our past issues by working longer hours. (laughs) We escape, right? We hide from past issues by drinking a six pack of beer after work, right? (laughs) We hide from our past issues by watching porn. And I know you've done it before. That's where you go into that fantasy land and everything's perfect. (laughs) We even hide from our past issues by going onto the island of our soul inside of our marriages. And episode four talks about that. See, I know what this feels like. For years, I was oblivious to the skeletons in my closet. For years, I chased after things to feed that void. Things that would silence out the pain. You see, let me be even more honest with you. For years, and I didn't even think this was possible, but for years, I even used my relationship with God to hide from the skeletons in my closet. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I used God as a bandage. That is, of course, until he called me out on it. (laughs) See, one day back in 2007, he revealed to me that I was dealing with daddy issues. He revealed to me that I couldn't see him as my true heavenly father because I didn't have a relationship with my biological father, that I didn't have to come to God as a man. See, he told me that I didn't need to be big with God. Little did I know that the word that he would give me would begin to erode the very foundation of my perception of what it meant to be a man. That word took me on a four-year journey that would force me to empty out my closet so that all of my skeletons would be exposed. (laughs) Yeah, it, it wasn't fun, and it was long. It was during this season, though, that I learned that I was still yearning to be affirmed by my dad. Imagine that. 20 year old, oh well actually I was older than 20, but imagine that, you know, 20 something, I'm still looking to be affirmed by my daddy. Yeah. See, I learned that not having my father there to teach me how to be a man had tremendous negative implications on the type of man and the type of husband that I became. It was amazing how the dots started to connect in my life. But that was the easy part. The hard part was accepting the fact that who I was was actually not who I was supposed to be. That all my life, my quest to be affirmed and validated led me to become someone different than who God had originally created me to be. I had to accept that and I had to change. Now, before I move forward, I want to make sure that you guys are taking all this in because I'm talking about myself, but I want you guys to put you as the main character in this narrative. And I want you to kind of think about some of the things that I've uh, been talking about, you know, hiding in God from my skeletons, right? Even though I didn't know that was even possible, Uh, dealing with the symptoms and not looking at the fact that the symptoms were pointing me to something deeper. I want you guys to keep that in mind Um, because in a minute, we're going to go even deeper and talk about what you can do to actually start this process of changing. But like I said, for me, I had to accept all of those things, all of those issues. I had to start to connect the dots in my life and I had to accept the fact that who I was was not really who I was supposed to be. And then I had to change. Now, 
if you haven't done so already, you will have to go on a similar journey. You will have to peel back the layers in your life to determine if who you are is not who you are supposed to be. You will have to accept that fact and change. That's right. You're going to have to accept the fact that you may be playing a role or being a character in your life that you're really not supposed to be. And then you have to change. But the beauty of this is that you don't have to do it alone. (laughs) See, I didn't have anyone there to walk me through the steps of changing. So it took me a little longer than what was necessary. Had a little bit more casualties around me than what was necessary. But see, you don't have to do that, though. Because guess what? You have me. (laughs) And in doing so, I want you to allow me to share with you a condensed version of the process that I took step by step. Actually, it's just six steps. Um, But this should help you. But this should help you to get started so that you truly find the healing that you are seeking. Now, let's go ahead and go into these steps. Okay. Step number one is this. The first step is to realize that we all have skeletons in our closet. No one, and I do mean no one, is exempt from being affected by our past trauma. Whether it's a divorce that you experienced when you were five or whether you were sexually molested by a relative or maybe you were abandoned by your mother. We all have experienced things that wounded us when we were young. As a matter of fact, every single person that I have ever worked with has at some point gone through something major that has left a scar on their soul. What is yours? What did you go through? I want you to take some time and actually write down the answer. At what point in your life did you go through the trauma and what was that trauma? What was it? The answer to that question is the next step. See, in the second step, you have to actually be honest about your past. Look behind you to see what are those moments in your life that impacted you the most. For me, it was the divorce of my parents when I was about five. uh, And then growing up without my father figure to guide me, to nurture me as a man, and to teach me how to be a husband. That was tremendously impactful on my life. And I actually didn't realize it until I got married and started to see the collateral damage that I was creating based off of the issues, the symptoms that I was wrestling with. Now, once you have pinpointed what those moments were, then, and this is the third step, you have to determine how those moments impacted you the most. This step requires you to be very, very honest with yourself. This step may elicit some emotions that you probably never knew were there. They probably have been buried under years and years of experiences. And so I'm asking you to actually take some time to peel back the layers and see what the core is. See, for me, I sought the attention and the affection of the women in my life. And I thrived off of the validation that I received from the women around me. I would be who I knew they wanted me to be so that I could be accepted. And again, it took me a while to admit that I was being this way. Yeah. What guy wants to admit that they're actually playing the part to be accepted? I had to come to terms with that reality. 
Now, after you come to terms with how the past pain has impacted you, you have to be very honest with yourself and answer this one question. The question is this. And again, and by the way, this is number four, step number four. The question is, do I want to change? Count your cost. Take an honest and objective look into the major areas of your life to determine how bad the effects of your past pain has had in those areas. Look at your perception and usage of money. How do you use money? How do you perceive money? Right? What about your body image? What about your physical health? Take a look at the quality of your relationships that you have. What about your emotional well-being? Do you manage stress well? Do you have a high emotional IQ, which by the way, most men don't? Are you afraid to express fear, to express anger or frustration or anxiety? Do you struggle with loving unconditionally? Right? Take an honest and objective look at all of those things. Be honest about those areas before moving forward. Number five is this. If you have made the decision to change, you have to protect that decision. Step five is all about doing things that will support and protect your decision to change. Maybe you need to change your peer group, right? Because you are the average of the five people you're closest to. Maybe you need to go and change those that you hang around so that you can become a better version of yourself. Maybe you need to go to counseling. Maybe you need to hire a life coach, a mentor. Maybe you need to go back and ask for forgiveness or get this. Maybe you need to go back and give forgiveness. No matter the case, this step is where you actually embark on the journey towards becoming who you truly are. For me, I had to increase my level of self-awareness. I like literally began reading books and books and books that could help me learn more about myself. I surrounded myself with people who would challenge me to grow and who could hold me accountable. And I deepened my personal relationship with God. How will you protect your decision to change? Think about that question. Because this step, you have to be very intentional in. Step six is this, and this is the last step. But this step is about giving back. I believe that everything that you've been through in life is intended for you to use in order to add value to someone else. See, your past issues, it's not really about you. It's about someone else. And I fully believe in living a life poured out, a life that literally changes the world. You have to believe that your existence is not an accident. Your past pain, the skeletons in your closet, they're intended to add value to someone else. Don't hide your flaws. Don't avoid your wounds. Instead, leverage them. Seriously, guys, I need you to take this to heart. Don't hide your flaws. I know that most men want to appear super uber masculine. And so they don't want to show that they have weaknesses. They don't want to show that they have made mistakes or have been in issues. Like for instance, if you've been molested, most men don't want to admit to that. They don't even want to, you know, come to terms with that. If you've been rejected by your mom and now you are struggling with your self-esteem, most men don't want to admit that. 
They don't want to acknowledge the fact that they have low self-esteem and, and the reason that they're spending time in the gym or the reason why they're trying to make money or the reason why they're trying to date pretty girls is to make themselves feel good about themselves, right? Most men don't want to admit that stuff because it goes against what it traditionally means to be a man. My challenge to you is not to hide your flaws. Embrace every part of who you are. Don't avoid your wounds. Instead, leverage them. Literally leverage or use to your advantage the wounds of your past. Your scars, get this fellas, your scars are your best assets. Your wounds are your secret weapons. I promise you, you are meant to change the world and your past negative experiences uniquely qualify you to literally change the world. I promise you, fellas, you got to take that to heart, okay? And it may be tough to embrace, but once you embrace it, it makes you a different person. Don't limit yourself. Liberate yourself. Don't limit yourself. Liberate yourself. Your potential is literally locked in the seeds of your past. Every time you hide from your skeletons or disconnect yourself from your destiny, you are limiting yourself. Your destiny, guess what? I know your destiny. It's for you to be a warrior, a superhero, a world changer. I need you in my corner, fellas, just like you need me in yours. So don't neglect your post. Nurture it. Your family needs you to change. Your children need you to change. This world needs you to change. And guys, I'm telling you, you, you start these six steps and I'm not going to say how long or how short it should take. Cause again, this is just a condensed version, but you go ahead and focus on starting these six steps, walk through each and every one of these, rewind this podcast if you need to, but go on these six steps towards change because we don't need you to be a wounded warrior. We need you to be a warrior. And I need you to use those wounds, leverage those wounds because they're your assets. Those are the things that will set you up for success. Now, how much money you make, now how big your muscles are, right? Now how many girls you can have sex with or, you know, the pornography that you're watching, the alcohol that you're consuming, those things won't set you up for success. It's not about status. It's not about clout. It's about what can you give back to this world, okay? Don't limit yourself. Liberate yourself. Free yourself to be who you were born to be. Now, for some of you, this process may be easier. For others, you may require more structure and accountability. I just want you to know that I am here to help and I am developing a band of warriors who, actually, I like that, a band of warriors. I like that phrase. (laughs) But I'm developing a band of warriors who are committed to changing the state of us men. And I am equally as committed And I'm very close to finalizing the details for this exclusive mastermind for husbands. And so I want you guys to just stay on the lookout because I am doing this to help us. And as I've mentioned at the top of the episode, I'm looking to put together this exclusive mastermind for husbands who are interested in becoming their true selves so that their marriages and their lives are lived to the fullest. Now, this group, I used to say it was going to be about 50 husbands, but the um, feedback that I'm getting Let's me know that it's going to be bigger than 50. So um, just be on the lookout because I don't even know if I'm a limit it now. Uh, but this is for men who want more accountability, who want more access, and who want more personalized contact with me and with other men as we work together to enhance 
their marriages. So I remember at the top of the show, I said, I'll give you a way to contact me. I want you to email me at david at mendourmarriage.com. That's david at mendourmarriage.com. Uh, and just say, hey, I'm interested in this mastermind. I know you guys are like, when we're going to start, don't worry, I got you. Um, it's just been busy writing this book, doing this, doing a podcast, but I got you. Um, but in any case, I want to wrap up here, but I just want to remind you guys that you have potential to change the world. You have to embrace your past pains. You can't hide from the skeletons in your closet. Free them suckers. <laughs> Free them so that you can liberate and, and leverage those skeletons to help empower and advance someone else's life. Uh, but anyway, Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes by typing in Four Husbands Only. Um, and you can also like, comment, and share these episodes on Facebook. Also, go to fourhusbandspodcast.com if you would like to leave me a message or comment on this particular episode. Let's go on this journey, fellas, towards us all becoming better men so that we can be the husbands that our marriages need. Okay, guys? I'm done. Until next time, I'll talk to y'all later. Deuce, deuce, baby.